1: all right let's go hour number two on a friday just let that curtis mayfield wash over you Someone has already texted that no one in the world cares about tennis and swore at me on the text line. All right, okay, there fine. We go. I'm just mention it real quick We moved on. I apologize. We're getting back into some football, a little bit of basketball, too, to start this hour. It's Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier, and we hope you're having a good Friday. Please be careful this weekend. That super heat is coming like world record all-time stuff. So just please stay safe If you can coming up in about an hour, we'll do what we do every Friday. Check in with Jeff Ketchum from orangebloods.com. Huge week, obviously in the big 12. And we're reading through some Texas quotes from coaches and players. Uh, And actually, since we haven't Jeff on, I was reading through uh, the war room at Orange Blood. So I found some of their quotes uh, that they threw out there and we were going through those today. I think there are quotes that should excite you. If you're Texas players, we'll get back to some of those. Also speaking of Texas players and excitement, Zay, I know deep down, Longhorn fans have to love hearing that Kevin Durant's coming back to town. I know there's some things with Kevin, social media, things like that. But when it comes from the the Longhorn perspective, he's always been so great at supporting this area, the town, the school, the team. So Durant was back. What, going through some workouts with the team or?
0: Yeah, just back in the ATX on campus, going through his training, getting ready for the 2023 2024 season. And yeah, Chad, it's huge when he comes into town because when you look at recruits and guys in the transfer portal, they want to see guys who got to the league. And Kevin Durant. Nobody represents the University of Texas as a professional athlete like Kevin Durant. Yeah, he I would
1: think. qualify as got to the league. Exactly. Right? Like, I, I get yeah. it.
0: TJ Ford will always be my goat, but KD is right behind TJ and he has his jersey hung in the rafters at the Moody Center. I know the practice facility is named after him. He's given money back and you know him and Coach Terry, they go back to when KD was playing here at the University of Texas and Coach Terry was on the staff with rick barnes so yeah it's absolutely big time for him coming back and yeah i i tweeted uh i think it was yesterday because a clip went around kd's texas highlights mm-hmm. and i said in my tweet follow me ain't that underscore zay i still do not understand and never will how the portland trailblazers selected greg odin mm-hmm. over him yeah. it will never make sense, nope. and people will always talk about, "Well, Gary Regan is supposed to be the next Bill Russell." Um, Portland didn't have Bob Cousy or Sam Jones on the team to help. Like Bill Russ, you always think, "Like, oh, Bill Russell, eleven titles and stuff." And yes, that's absolutely amazing. But I always will point out, Red Arback was a mobster, borderline cheater. There it is. So referees and people in the stands were afraid to get mm. whacked if mm. they crossed him, Mm-mm-mm. and. Bill Russell had a lot of guys around him, like a Bob Cousy, like a Havlicek, like a Sam Jones, who all went to the Hall of Fame. So, like, yeah, Bill Russell was amazing, great shot blocker and stuff, but those comparisons were bunk back then, (laughs) and they're bunk now. And what we saw Kevin Durant do— as an 18, 19 year old in college against grown ass men and make them look small and embarrass them. Like it's that's a big reason why Portland's so afraid to trade Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's they're so afraid because they've made so many mistakes from the 84 draft, taking Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan, but we had Clyde Drexler so effing what? Clyde and Michael couldn't get along. You don't think that would have worked out, Portland? Are we serious? And then they made that mistake with uh, uh, Greg Oden, obviously not selecting Kevin Durant. So they're trying to hold on to somebody that's maybe the greatest trailblazer ever after Bill Walton, after Clyde Drexler, Damian Lillard, and Dame is getting screwed over those mistakes. That's why they're trying to get the whole kitchen sink for Dame, and I get it. I get it because being a front office person for the Portland Trailblazers, it has to be stressful for all the previous mistakes that that franchise has made. So it's not Dame's fault. It's just the history. And, yeah, man, what KD's done for the University of Texas that year, Chad, he you know, just double digits in rebounds. Remember, they used to say he was soft. They said he was weak. That's what they were worried about. They didn't think his game would transition because they thought he was weak. And it's not like it's the 80s anymore. It's not like he would go down in the lane and get hammered by Kurt Rambis or Robert Parrish or Bill Laimbeer or something. No, they changed the rules so guys like KD can thrive. You know what I'm saying? I think he didn't even be. I couldn't. He couldn't uh, even bench like 185 or something. And they were making a huge deal out of that. Mm-hmm. And even though Greg then had injury problems, the Portland Trail said, oh, okay, well, I guess this is going to be the better pick. And they haven't been able to win a ring since those Bill Walton days. Yeah, so, true. yeah man. KD, shout out to him being on campus. That's huge for the program.
1: Yeah, very cool uh, for him coming back. As far as short-time guys at a school, man, he's so supportive of everything around here. We wish Durant obviously nothing but the best. Getting ready for this next season with Phoenix. Add in Bradley Beal. Takeaway CP3. We'll see what that looks like for the Phoenix Suns. A lot of NBA to get to later in the year. Binyama's first year. All that good stuff as well. All right, Zay, let's get back to this top ten, another top ten list uh, in the NFL, and this time because you are a brand new Falcons fan, thanks to Bijan Robinson. Dirty bird, baby. You're going to make a Bijan Robinson angle on this one, and I like it. Top ten running backs. This, again, is players, Coaches and scouts are voting on this. Top 10 running backs for 2022. And at each point, Zay, we're supposed to figure out if we would put Bijan in place of this person? That's right. Okay. So
0: uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go through honorable mentions right now. Guys that didn't crack the list, but are serious guys All in right. their own right. Kenneth Walker III, Seahawks, rookie now in his second year, had a good season last year.
1: I take Bijan over him. Mmm. Right now, I'm gonna say
0: Walker, but it's close. Okay, I will take Walker. I respect that. Yeah, Aaron Jones, Green Bay Packers.
1: Ooh, Aaron Jones. And uh, by the way, you're gonna see a lot of homerism yeah. here, so
0: okay. I could care less what y'all think.
1: You're just going Bijan over everybody. I mean, no, I'm no? not. Okay.
0: But you know, there's gonna be a little bit where y'all probably feel that. I'll try to be objective.
1: You know what? I am enough of a Packer hater. I'll say Bijan. There we that. go. There you go.
0: There we go. Yeah. Aaron Jones. How old is he? Born in 94. Oh, yeah, he almost 30.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go, Bijan. Take the young guy. Yep. Gotta take the young guy.
0: All right. So let's start on the list. Number 10, a guy that wanted his money. Austin Eckler.
1: Austin Eckler,
0: yeah, man. Okay, yeah, Austin Eckler. He was good last year. The dude had eighteen touchdowns, twenty twenty two, In twenty twenty one. He had twenty touchdowns. In twenty twenty one, he had fifteen hundred yards. Twenty twenty two, he had sixteen hundred yards. Whew, yeah, playing with Justin Herbert and crew.
1: If healthy, yeah, I'll go with Eckler there. I'll go with Eckler over Bijan. Yes, I go Eckler. So
0: if I think Bijan could do a little bit more if he were on the Chargers, but that's a little bit of the homerism kicking in. I could see why you went Eckler. I can't right. knock that at all. All right, fair enough. Number nine is
1: yes. Tony Pollard. I was about to. I was wondering where if T Pollard was on the list. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm going to get super specific here, based on the exact situation. Bijan. Right. Because it's more of a total back. I agree. Yeah, I'd go Bijan.
0: I agree. Uh, I think Tony Pollard has a lot of upside, but we've never seen him as the main guy. Even though he was better than Zeke last year, they split carries. And And Zeke
1: got it a lot on the goal line. And by the way, somebody please get this sound up to Dallas, to to the star, and let Tony Pollard know that we just said that to piss him off. And make him great this year. Please tell him that I picked Bijan over him. All right, yeah. Tony Pollard at nine.
0: Yeah, excuse me. When I said those uh, stats for Austin Eckler, that was total yards. If we're total. talking about Austin Eckler just rushing, he had 13 touchdowns last season. Gotcha. And Tony Pollard had nine rushing touchdowns last season. On the ground, he had over 1,000 yards. Okay. Okay. So, solid. When you're splitting carries with somebody having over 1,000 yards, that's a really good year. But we just got to see with that injury that we saw in the playoffs against the 49ers, how healthy will he be? Will Mm -hmm. Mike McCarthy be confident enough to give him 20-plus carries? He's never had that before consistently. I will keep an eye on that if I'm a Cowboys
1: fan. Yeah, no doubt.
0: All right, number eight, Dalvin Cook.
1: Oh, good player. Yeah. Uh, that's a guy I wanted in Dallas, too. Uh, interesting that Dalvin Cook is still still floating, right?
0: Yeah, he's still a free agent. I don't know. I mean, him being a Florida guy, Miami makes a lot of sense. But is he willing to take a pay cut? We know the value of running backs. Ain't what they think it should be, but, hey, it is what it is. Is he willing to sacrifice some money to end up at a spot
1: where he's happy? Since he since he has no team, I would absolutely go Bijan there. Bijan over Dalvin Cook as a free <laughs> agent for whatever team would need him? Right. I'll go Bijan.
0: Yeah, he's had four straight seasons over 1,100 yards. Yeah. I did. 1,100 last year on the ground. I dig Dalvin Cook now.
1: I dig Dalvin Cook. I'll give the young guys love, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he's born in 95, so he's 28. 28, I Yeah, I, know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I just need – wherever he ends up, I hope he looks like absolute garbage so I won't feel bad as a Cowboys fan because I really wanted him to wear a star.
0: Yeah, I agree. One of my favorite players coming in at number seven, Alvin Kamara. Ooh. Yeah, I love him. Just to do it all back has kind of slipped a little bit since Drew Brees and those guys
1: left. But
0: yeah, he still can get it done.
1: He's still freaky. I'll take Kamara. He's still freaky, man. He's still at that level. That dude's still able to, I think, like pull trucks and lift cars and all that. I'll, I'll take Kamara. Oh man, Ver- the versatility, everything you can do with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. That 2020 year really stands out where he had 21 total touchdowns. I mean, if you look at his total yardage, he's always over 1,300. Now,
1: come on, Texas fan. You have an opportunity to not only piss off your new rivals, the Saints, <laughs> you have a, you have an opportunity to piss off look, your UT rival, Tennessee fans, if look, you pick Bijan.
0: I know Bijan ain't going to go Tupac and beat down somebody in Vegas, so I'm going to go Bijan. Oh. I don't got to worry about stuff, off the off-the-field oh. stuff. Oh. I think Bijan could do everything Alvin Kamara could do, and he's younger on the field. And we all know Bijan's character.
1: Oh, I think. And with his faith. I think they cleared up that story. Someone, I don't know if anything. I mean, come on. Something hey, happened, yeah, Chad. No, hey.
0: Something happened.
1: People get weird in Vegas.
0: True. Wasn't it Vegas? It was Vegas. It yeah. yeah, true. During Pro Bowl weekend. I get it.
1: I think it was one of those weird dancers that wears the feathers. I don't nah, know if it was nah, come man. on, man.
0: Nah, just for that reason. Okay. I know I'm going outside of football, but that counts that too. Goes that goes Bijan. That counts okay. too. Okay. Bijan Robinson. Okay. I got to take Bijan. Fair
1: enough. I appreciate you working <laughs> him in again, Dirty Bird fan. All right, number six. Number six,
0: Wisconsin's own Jonathan Taylor.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a dude too. Where's Jonathan Taylor on the age front right now? Is he, oh, yeah, he's young. Is he to the 24. Mag- he's not to the Magic 27 yet, is nope, he? No, he's 24. Yeah, Bijan, I dig you, but I'm, that's Taylor all every day of the week for me. Oh, man. I love me some Jonathan Taylor.
0: That year with Phillip Rivers, he was good. Last season, they had all types of problems, which Sam Ellinger, he got O's. You know, we saw what happened with Matt Ryan. It was a weird, really weird season for the Colts, so – I shouldn't blame him for that, but again, that year with Phillip Rivers, 2021, 1,800 yards on the ground.
1: dude. That's stupid. Do you know how happy I'd be if one of my NFL teams got Jonathan Taylor tomorrow? I'd go help him pack. I drive to wherever he is. Yeah. I love that dude. I think I think he, I think he is still big time. You say he's only twenty four? He's only twenty four. Come on, man. He's only twenty four. I, I think he's got a lot of great yet to come and let's see how it works with Anthony Richardson if he continues to learn at this rate and impress at this rate. Who knows? True. Who knows? True. That division's
0: still wide open to me. Exactly. Yeah, I like John Taylor a lot. I'll take him over Bijan. There
1: you go. All right, yeah. so we'll go top five here. We're going top five running backs, again, voted by players, voted by coaches and staff, and then we're trying to figure out, would we take Bijan over that particular guy on that particular team? All right, top five, Zay. Top five. At five, Derrick Henry. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Derrick Henry. You're talking about put you'd be putting Bijan on that Tennessee team with a mess at quarterback. But Derrick Henry now is into that 27, 28, 29 well, window. 29. Isn't
0: he? He's 29, hey, and he has a lot of miles, too. Yeah, he does. He has a lot of miles, but to do that over 1,500 yards last season in 16 games,
1: man. He's such a freak, dog. <laughs> God, he's a freak. What did you say he had last year? 1,500. Oh, he's so good. On the ground. He's so good. I can't go away from the linebacker as running back. Bijan, you're close on this one, but I'll go Henry. Barely.
0: Just because of age. You go I'll Go B-John Yeah, just because of age. All That's right. it. Like Derrick Henry, first ballot Hall of Famer, whenever he's available to be that. Like he's absolutely incredible. Back to his days playing for Nick Saban, where you know, that picture that went viral, him standing by Mark Ingram. Like every time I think of Derrick Henry, I think of key moments. I think of that picture, and I think of him stiff arming the hell out of Josh Newman.
1: Yep. Just
0: one of the greatest stiff arms I've ever seen. They probably replayed down on the four-letter network a thousand times when it happened. He's an absolute freak, but he's 29 years old. Okay. Bijan Robinson's 21. I gotta go with number
1: seven. A mm, lot of Bijan love.
0: All I right. I mean, come on, he's special. I understand. He's Fal- not This ain't just being a homer.
1: He's special. I understand, Falcons fans. By the way, if I hadn't <laughs> if I hadn't mentioned it, Zay is wearing a Steve Barkowski jersey underneath his T-shirt today. In case y'all didn't know. All right. I was. I was at Michael Vick. That's one of the two. Yeah.
0: If I were to wear a Falcons jersey, I'd probably rock a throwback Dion.
1: Throwback Dion. Maybe okay. a Jamal
0: Anderson. And, there you Yeah, go. you can't go wrong with a Mike Vick. That's
1: true. All right, let's go number four. All
0: right, number four, Saquon Barkley. Oh, okay. Yeah, Saquon Barkley had over 1,300 yards last season in 16 games, 10 touchdowns. He is 26 years old.
1: On that team, I could almost say flip a coin since he's 26. I'll give the love to Barkley. For that team, I mean, it's like that, that team needs a whole lot of stuff. So I'll keep Bijan away from that wear and tear that he would need to go through, and I'll leave Barkley there.
0: Yeah, both guys are so similar in the way they play, and this is kind of the same thing as the Derrick Henry. Even though he's younger than Derrick Henry, he's had his injuries. Yeah. And that's kind of what I would be afraid of. Bijan Robinson, I really haven't seen much of injuries from him, except actually, we did after that TCU game where he got hurt uh, a couple of years ago. But still, like, I think Bijan Robinson, oh man, I don't know. Zaquan does some crazy stuff.
1: Hey, and look. To this fan trying to point out on the text line that we don't know how good the Falcons offensive line is, will you please let Zay have his dreams Thank here? Thank you. Please let Zay be a dreamer. You're
0: right. You, you, as a fan, I get that. On the Specs text line, I understand that. But v- being a realist, you definitely have to have a really good offensive line to be a really good running back. I understand that. But sometimes guys just have that effect.
1: But remember, this discussion does not involve the Falcons offensive line. This is Bijan going to these other teams. As one of our texters points out, oh, Bijan and that Colts offensive line could be really interesting if they get back to doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I would agree with that. Chan, thank you for that text. You are absolutely right. All right, Zay, number three. All right, Josh Jacobs. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Josh Jacobs still with the Raiders, right?
0: Yeah, still yeah. with the Raiders. Had sixteen hundred <laughs> yards last year. Did he year. really? <laughs>
1: oh, Go man. ahead, Josh. I understand they're playing uh, an extra game and everything, but yeah. still. Oh yeah, yeah. Twelve touchdowns, hundred.
0: Yeah, two-time Pro Bowler. He was really good. Only twenty-five. Yeah, I'll take Josh over Bijan. Yeah,
1: right at this point, at this point of the list, like we're gonna kind of have to take these other right. guys out of respect, at uh, least. Yeah, Jake, I'll take Jacobs there. He's really good. Now, this one,
0: Chad, I don't know because kind of like Saquon, he's had his injury problems, too. Here we go. At number two, Christian McCaffrey.
1: Christian McCaffrey. Um, No, I can't. uh, can't. Especially where he is, I cannot go away from it. I'm not saying Shanahan couldn't dial up Bijan. McCaffrey's a special kind of special. I'd leave, I'd CMC.
0: Yeah, he's definitely special, but they have so many weapons in San Fran. Mm -hmm. From Debo, they arguably have the best overall tight end, even though I know Travis Kelsey's the best and George Kittle. Who's a better
1: overall weapon on that team than CMC? I'd say Debo. You think so? I do. Okay.
0: I think I think if, what you could do with Debo Samuel is a little bit more than yeah. what they could do. It, I
1: think they're right there. Right. If you believe that, maybe, maybe you'd make this switch. But to me, CMC might be the best all-around weapon they've got, even though they do have others. So that's why I wouldn't touch it.
0: Yeah. I mean, CMC is special. He is, and when they use him as a wide receiver, you know, again, another guy that Bijan Robinson gets comparisons to. So that's kind of a flip of a coin. But again, just because he's had injury issues in the past, yeah. he's 27 years old. I think I take Bijan there in yeah. Shanahan's system.
1: Yeah. Now, selfishly, of course, I'm a Cowboys fan. So what I'd like the Niners to do is get rid of Christian McCaffrey and replace him with, I don't know, Bob Cole from Coke <laughs> FM, and see how the season <laughs> goes. Then,
0: hey, don't sleep on Bob Cole, man. When he lowers his head. I mean, you know, he's got a dome a little bit. Oh, I think he'll
1: be good on first down. I think he'd be terrific. I just want to get it to third and long and see. I think they can yeah. take him out of the game at yeah, that point. Little, yeah, yeah, maybe that. Absolutely. All right, <laughs> we've come to number 1, the number 1 running back, according to players, according to the league and the, the staff and coaches and everybody. You got a guess here? Uh, number one running back in the entire league. I'm just trying, I'm going through my list here of who Very low key. Of who it is going to be. I'm assuming. I don't know if you've ever
0: heard him talk before.
1: Woo. The I'll just give him love because he just got the ring. There's no way they went Pacheco, did they? Oh, hell no. They didn't go they didn't, go he didn't something even like make that. honorable mention. All right, who is it? Who am I forgetting? Nick Chubb. Chubb, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I just that's interesting.
0: Nick Chubb had over fifteen hundred yards last year. The last four seasons had over a thousand yards, had twelve touchdowns last year, and the first season with Deshaun Watson, who didn't play a full
1: season. Just think about what this list says when you compare it to these other lists we've been through. Like, as much as I love the running backs growing up, like, look, Chubb, Jacobs, Barkley, three of the top four on teams that weren't anywhere close at the end of it. Right. But these other lists when we're hitting quarterbacks and some of these stats you've looked at and receivers lists they feel a lot more important as to who's actually fighting for titles. And that's why they're not getting paid. And that's why you're not getting the money. Yeah, guys. That's
0: exactly why we're not getting paid. Because it shows that, man, we could get guys in the seventh round, some guys that are undrafted and put them on our squad and just because we have a really good offensive system and quarterbacks coordinator and quarterback it can make those guys look good so the ones that get drafted very high and on that next contract are expecting some Mm -hmm. buku money if your team ain't that good and they're just kind of middle of the pack you ain't getting paid
1: all right so let's make it official then would you take Bijan and put him on that cleveland team with deshaun watson um or would you leave nick chubb i'd leave nick chubb okay
0: yeah off the field, they're very similar. Like you never hear about Nick Chubb doing right. anything. Right, Chubb's not. A problem. Yeah, you're not. A problem. Like he's a suit and tie type of guy, just straight edge. Mm-hmm. You know, not gonna do anything crazy. You ain't gotta worry about him when you go to sleep as a head coach or a GM like that. Like Nick Chubb, yeah, he's perfect for Cleveland and Deshaun Watson. And yeah, I respect him being number one on this list. That's very interesting to me.
1: It really is. All right, there you go. Top uh, ten running backs according to the people that have to deal with them, play against them, play with them. Uh, it's these some cool lists that Zay's been going through. Uh, Coming up next, we'll get you a quick flex segment, including a serious Max that I enjoyed watching. A little later, it's Where We At in Society with Zay. And then coming up at 2.05, we will talk some Longhorns coming off of Big 12 Media Days this week with Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. Don't move. It's the horn. Chad and Zay. Boy, I always get this one wrong. I always get this one wrong. There's something going on. All right, let's see if we can do this. I know, I can't deny it. There's something going on, 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 on. That's the name of the song, right? Yeah. The Motels? No. Alright, who, right, who was in the motels? No, no, no. It's not like it's. It's a band name, I think.
0: No, it's not.
1: It's an individual. Yeah. I don't have it. Frida. I don't know. Who? Frida. Oh, I wasn't gonna say Frida. I never get this one right. Frida. I can't. I get that one. I dig this song. I remember this song. Cool little smoky '80s voice. Do you realize how many people? Must have snorted cocaine to this song. Oh, yeah. I mean. Whoa. Nothing but rails when this one's coming on, kids.
0: When this comes on, this takes it to
1: another world. Stay away from it, kids. Remember the PSAs for the day. We're just giving you now lists of drugs not to deal with. Stay away from the lean. We told you. Listen to the chopped and screwed, but don't actually drink the lean. Stay away from the cocaine. Listen to Frida. That's how you do it. The music helps you get through it. You don't need the chemicals. See how that works? Yeah. Your body will create the chemicals you need when you listen to Frida. Do not go grab the mirror like they did in the 80s. Don't Mm. do it. Wise words from Chad Hastings. Thank you. Please be careful. Uncle Chad says, stay away. Uh, Stay away from it. Okay. So, Frida, Lionel Richie, Charlie Daniels Band. That's what we've had for you today so far on the show. Uh, Let's get you a quick flex segment. We'll talk about a max and a camp for you. Here we go. Flex ATX, for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, come on, Mo, out at Lake Travis. We tell you all the time about Flex in terms of, you know, the all-Flex team. That's coming. We're going to unveil that the week of July 24th. Let us know if we need to throw somebody on that all-Flex watch list that you think maybe, maybe you know, people aren't paying atten- as much attention to. So, you know, the Flex crew is compiling that information. We've been telling you to send videos of workouts, of 7-on-7s, seven or of one of my favorite new things, not new things, but one of my favorite things that the videos come through is weightlifting videos. And Flex retweeted something from Big Mo Orotokai from Lake Travis. Zay, 445. Ooh, big mo. Bench. Wow. 445. You know when the bar starts to curve a little bit on the bench press. You are lifting. And my man gets it done. Of course, he got it done. Why would they have posted it if he didn't get it done? I will ruin that for you. But go watch the 445 max from Oro Tokai. That's impressive. That is one, two, three plates on each. Three plates? And two other smaller plates on each side, dude. Yeah,
0: my back hurts just thinking about that.
1: It is dumb. That is so dumb. Four forty-five. Most dudes are squatting that weight, if at all. And Big Mo is uh, going one going four forty-five. And I know it's Mo because a um our uh our friend Mark Honig, voice of the Lake Travis Cavaliers, told me he's hey just call him Mo. Just call him Mo. That's what everybody else does. But you can hear everybody screaming Mo at him. Come on, Mo. Let's go. Let's go, Mo. I love that vibe. I love I love Max Day. Max Day, dudes are trying to hit the big numbers, and all of us cheerleaders are just screaming from the back. Because when we do our max, nobody's going. They may want us to get it, but Zay, we're not going after. I never went after numbers anybody cared about. Right. It was personal to me. The first time I got like 150. On bench. Oh, my God. Big day. There we go. Yeah. Huge day. But when I got up from it, all the best, like, football players in the room, they weren't looking at me. (laughs) But when they're lifting, I'm screaming from the back, let's go! Right. Let's get it going. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, At FLXATX on your social media. Also, remember that camp Coming up on July 20th, the Skills Camp is coming up quick out there in Round Rock. You can uh, check out the Flex Twitter account here, the Skills Challenge. They've got a QR code for you to scan there. Shout out to Anthony Williams and the crew for putting that together. All right, so, Zay, earlier in the hour, we were talking about Kevin Durant visiting the Longhorns, and you were were commenting on that. A couple questions popped in my head. I'm going to give you a quick fill-in-the-blank for Kevin Durant with Bradley Beal on the team. The best thing for Kevin Durant, having Bradley Beal as a teammate, is going to be blank. Um, How many more open looks he's going to
0: get because of Bradley Beal, along with Devin Booker, the attention that they get as pure scorers. Both of those guys have had over 30 points a game seasons, so Kevin Durant he might get the most open looks that he's seen since his
1: Golden State days. Okay. The worst thing for Kevin Durant about having Bradley Beal on his team is going to be blank.
0: Um, They won't have anybody else to help Bradley Beal and Devin Booker with KD.
1: So fatigue? So everybody
0: else on the (laughs) team not being able to step up because all those guys, like, even though KD is one of the greatest ever, like, he's getting around 35 or so. So he shouldn't be logging in the minutes that you expect him to log from – earlier in his career, mm-hmm. over 30 some minutes a game, like, that's cool for, for certain games but you don't want that the whole season so if you're Frank Vogel you really gotta manage his minutes because he's also coming off that Achilles injury not too long ago and he's had multiple injuries since then hell, when he got back he was slipping on the floor and stuff, getting injured Ooh, in warm-ups. I forgot about
1: that one. Exactly yeah. so you
0: gotta be very careful with Kevin Durant and you don't wanna max out his minutes early, you don't Don't want to worry about that in-season tournament in Vegas and stuff, even though that helps your standings when the real playoffs come around in April. But, yeah, you got to really make sure Kevin Durant is playing the right amount of minutes. I know people, load management is a mudder, but it's necessary for certain guys, and Kevin Durant is one of them. (laughs)
1: <laughs> is Chad talking about Big Mo the rapper, benching 445? No, no, wow. no. Mo is an offensive lineman at Lake Travis benching 445. No, no, no. Not lifting with the purple stuff. Lifting with the Lake Travis power. <laughs> You're thinking of two different people here. Uh, so did
0: you – wait, that was amazing. I think you did something that you don't even know you did just now. What did I do? Big Mo has a song called Purple Stuff.
1: No, no, they texted that. That Okay, wasn't all right. Okay, I'm about to say. That's not me. They texted. I'm about to say. You're on a whole nother level now nope. on your way to vacation. They texted, must be lifting with that Purple yeah, Stuff. Okay, yeah. They were trying to make – they, made, they stuff. made the
0: reference. Oh, man. Purple Stuff. Shout out to Big Mo, man. R.I.P.
1: Yeah, I am not going to be – I'm not making that – I'm going to give myself credit for that one. Uh, real quick before the break, Zay, I got another – Longhorn quote. I got two more left. Would you, do you want to hear right now from Whittington on yours, or do you want to hear from Steve Sarkeesian on the whole team?
0: Uh, let's hear. We already heard of Jay Witt once. So let's hear Sark.
1: Now. Okay. Here's a Sark quote that I saw, again, from Big 12 Media Days that I'd get pumped if I was a Texas fan. Quote I just think it's highly competitive. I go watch our guys run every day. Nobody is surviving the run, everybody is fighting to win the run. When you have that mentality day in and day out, the moment is not going to be too big for you on Saturdays or whatever the game is. I just think we're connected. We're connected on a level that is impressive to me, probably even a little bit beyond what I thought these guys could be at this point. These guys are driven, focused. I've said it before, they feel like they're on a mission to go do this. End quote. Love it. So there you go. Absolutely love it. That's
0: your head coach, Texas fans. Yeah, yeah. He's saying all the right things and You know, in year three, he's been talking about it for a while now. He finally has his type of guys. They're finally buying into his terminology, the way his philosophy, the way that he goes about it every day. And I love that stuff. When you're attacking drills and guys aren't, you know, sucking wind and fatigued and yakking in the trash can and stuff. Like, you don't want that. You want to embrace off-season workouts because, hey, every time we walk outside, we're basically melting. And Mm -hmm. if you're able to work out and grind and understand that it's going to be hot as hell when you go to Alabama and it's still going to be hot as hell when you go to Waco and both of your games early in the season before the Big 12 starts uh, at DKR, like, you you know... the training that you do in the off-season is getting you ready for that. And I love what Sark's saying. I love hearing all the players. Everybody's being accountable with one another. Everybody's looking at themselves in the mirror and understanding that, hey, these last few years, we haven't lived up to expectations. When you have guys like B. John Robinson, Roshan Johnson, eight and five, it's still unacceptable. Yeah, it's you know, progress from five and seven in twenty twenty one. But again, I say it almost every day. University of Texas, the expectations has to be higher. And I think this team, they're finally understanding that. Again, the roster, checking all the boxes from the depth. All around, iron sharpening iron. The recruiting has been good. The transfer portal has been good. The coaching staff looks great. Your guys coming in, just being analysts, that's on point now with you know Paul Christ and them. So everything looks great. You just have to show it. Yep. You know, show me something,
1: and I that, gotta see it. And that's where it comes to this text that just came in from one of our loyal listeners. LOL. I will not allow myself to buy into the hype. I need to see it on the field. Exactly. Exactly. But, hey, 50 days away, uh, all the hype can it's get. It's easy to drink that Kool-Aid, y'all. That Kool-Aid is happening it's right easy. now. So that was a quote that I saw um, from some of the, uh, the Orange Bloods notes that I was looking at last night uh, in terms of something that might get you fired up if you wanted to sip on that orange Kool-Aid a little bit. 50-something days. Today it's 50 days until the first game. By the way, somebody texted uh, about Jeff Ketchum. He is coming up at 2.05. We'll get some of his thoughts on Big 12 Media Days. What did he hear from Big 12 Media Days that really stood out to him and where is he on the Longhorns 50 days away from the season we will find out coming up at 2 30 why today matters I'll get you that Jay Witt comment what did Jordan Whittington say about his quarterback that would excite me if I'm a Texas fan we'll get into that a little later next hour right now or right now coming up we will go where we at in society and see what Zay wants to get into stay with us it's The horn. Chad and Zay.
0: Mr. Big Stuff.
1: Mr. Big Stuff. I'm not even going to pretend I've ever known who sang this song. So I don't know if I'll be surprised or whatever. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't really know this person either. Who is
0: Jean it? Jean Knight. Jean Knight. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if Jean had any other hits, but
1: she got one right with Mr. Big Stuff. No kidding. Since it's Jean Knight, could she be related to Gladys Knight? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe? Uh, maybe related to Suge Knight. <laughs> <laughs> if she's Suge Knight's grandmother, it'd be the greatest thing in the world. This could be about Suge. Suge was huge. This could, this could be. <laughs> the story of Suge Knight's birth. No one knew. Who knew? Um, that is a wild musical story we just made up. Gene Knight, Frida, Lionel Richie, and the Charlie Daniels band. By the way, some music fan on the text line is telling me that Frida is one of the uh, ladies from ABBA. That's oh. Why, that's why that voice sounded so unique and powerful, because it's her. Okay. I don't know if she's the blonde or there was a blonde and a brunette in ABBA, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the blonde. The blonde in ABBA? Okay. Those are big voices big, big Swedish voices coming out of ABBA back in the day. All right, so Coming up at 2.05, Jeff Ketchum, OrangeBloods.com. We'll get you more comments from Big 12 Media Days. The Jordan Whittington quote that I saw earlier that I thought was really good about the Longhorns and the quarterback position and Quinn Ewers and everything. We'll get to some other stuff. Also, Zay has a big smile on his face about something in the NFL. Some comment in the NFL that he thinks is going to maybe make me upset. We'll see what that, what that is at 2.30. But right now, it's where we at in society. Let's see what Zay wants to talk about.
0: Where are we at in society today?
1: All right, Zay, do I need to go to my Twitter? Because you know I'm so good at it. Go to your Twitter. We got a
0: two for one. Since you're leaving, won't be here next week. I got to throw two at you. Okay, here we go. All right, the first one, where are we at today? A famous Kansas City Chief fan is now under arrest after being accused of funding his football fixation with several bank robberies across five states. Oh, my God. He stole over $844,000, and he's spending this money to go watch Patrick Mahomes dominate.
1: Now, oh, I thought you were about to tell me he's timing the robberies to be during Chiefs games so everybody's at the stadium. <laughs> no. Like, you know that. how they always would say back in the day in the small towns with high school football? It's right, like turn out, rob the,
0: somebody. turn
1: out the lights when you leave and make sure you lock your doors, right? Because everybody's leaving? Yeah. Uh, wow.
0: Yeah. So, you got to be a serious fan. Like Patrick Mahomes, you've been watching Quarterback on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I started. It's he, really good. It's great. Yeah.
0: But he is that special. What Andy Reid is cooking over there with Travis Kelsey, it's worth risking your life and robbing a few banks just so you could go to these games. <sighs> That's, That's talk about a super fan. That's. Pretty incredible. As dark as it is. Very dark. Shouldn't be doing this. Deserves to be locked up and do some serious time. Don't drop the soap.
1: Yeah. So he's going to prison for a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But. Stole almost a million dollars. Yeah. From his multiple banks, you said. Right, across five states. So he's been around. He gets around. So he's he's robbed at least five banks? Yeah. Damn. Right? For a little while he was good. Sounds like he was good at it. (laughs) Jeez. Like, in 2023, how do you get away with bank robbery? With oh. all the technology and the cameras and, the, and how they make the money now, right? All the watermarks and codes and all. How do you... Yeah, you can't really go Reservoir
0: Dogs old school, you know, like you do. Yeah. Like they did back then.
1: Like, I know we can't go Newton Boys anymore, right? Go way, <laughs> way back. Right. We can't do that. Old, that old school, we, we we just blow up the safe. We're yeah, around.
0: now it's more like wire fraud. Like, hacking somebody's account and then taking money. Yeah, I guess
1: that's got to be it, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God.
0: But, yeah, like, Patrick Mahomes is that good. Like, that's what I'm looking at. Like, this dude might be the greatest of all time because I know folks were robbing banks for Aikman and Elway, as good as they were, Marino. Like, I've never heard a story about, yo, this guy is so special, I'm going to risk my life. To just watch him play.
1: So, basically, they're in court. They're about to sentence him. And would you like to say anything else? Your Honor, I understand that what I did was completely wrong and illegal. But in my defense, have you ever seen Mahomes do one of those no-look <laughs> passes to Kelsey? Where it looks like the, the route changed and Kelsey, like, turns in. And I mean, have you – dude, do you know what – you know what I mean? <laughs> have you ever seen Andy Reid call plays before? Like, come on. And,
0: like, is the judge going to be like, you're right, you know, I was going to give you about 15
1: years. You got five now. Did you see what Andy Reid did with Pacheco? That's crazy. (laughs) I had to see it. Have you been to Arrowhead when they do the National Anthem?
0: I know. Okay. Now, if somebody said, look, I'm going to be robbing banks because I need to go watch Zach Wilson play, or a Baker Mayfield play, you should be in jail for life.
1: Ah, that's different? Yes, because,
0: yeah, you're a sociopath. Okay. Because you're not seeing the best football. Since it's Patrick Mahomes, you might be a little lenient when it comes to this guy doing some time. I don't know.
1: If I'm the judge, if I was the judge in that situation, I would definitely make sure to give him all the punishment he needs, but I would take just a little itty-bitty bit off being a sports fan. I'd just be like, all right, I'll take, like, uh, you know what? Hey, I'll take – 14 days off. Two weeks worth of an NFL season. I'll take two weeks off of your sentence. but right. At least give him a TV so he can watch the Chiefs in his cell. Oh, that's since he's a, a super fan. There you go. We will make sure you can watch Chief games in your cell and get him like a signed jersey. Yeah. <laughs> that you can wear.
0: Right. Maybe not from Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't deserve that. But Isaiah Pacheco jersey. They'll take that, actually,
1: right? Actually, don't give him a signed jersey. They'll beat the hell out of him in jail for that. We don't, oh, we yeah. don't need that. We don't need him going into the into That's true. Pr- into there prison. might be the-
0: some Raiders fans up there. We know yeah. how they could. Act. Yeah, you don't want to. do they that. They could get a little crazy. That dog pound and stuff. That all is right. so funny. The all next right. story. Yes. Despite all the embarrassment from Titans quarterback Will Levis's Will Levis, excuse me, his girlfriend. You remember her. Oh, yeah, waiting in the green room. Yeah, waiting in the green room, mm-hmm. wearing the uh red dress. Gia oh, Dundee. She's so pretty. Somehow she signed a deal with Burger King. Ooh, good for
1: her. So... If I get to... Dude, I don't even care what's come what comes next. If I get to look at her face instead of that stupid, creepy Burger King guy, I'm in. So that's what you're thinking of? Like well... a set of king? Yeah. Oh boy. The He's mascot, all creepy. You're... He'll stand next to the bed. Give me a commercial where she's standing next to the bed.
0: Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I wouldn't mind watching her take down the Whopper.
1: So she's taking advantage of this by getting a little, uh, little endorsement deal. It's just
0: weird. Like, really, how's Burger King gonna use her?
1: Um. Did you ever see those Carl's Junior commercials where they just took sexy, oh, yeah. like Paris Hilton and stuff? That's true. Have you ever seen a smoking hottie eat a hamburger? Yeah. That's how. By the way, what's their most important burger called it? Burger King? Whopper. Yeah. A woman that looks like that trying to sell me something called a whopper? Come on, man. <laughs> that I can make that ad campaign. Call me Burger King. We'll talk. Yeah. We will talk how to use what's her name? Gia? Gia. Yeah, we'll talk on how you can use Gia to sell your products. Good grief. What do they say at BK? Have it your way? Ah, Come on
0: now. Yeah, they might be able to do something with that.
1: You're Z- right. Zay, let me put it this way. She's going to make an argument for you of something on the menu you need to try. Then she's going to look deeply into the camera and into your soul and say, at BK, you can have it your way. <laughs> and then you and me and a whole bunch of other dudes are going to knock people out of the way to get to Burger King. That's what we're going to do. Just like the first time I saw Megan the Stallion rocking that hottie oh, sauce ow, man. from Popeye's. I don't even like spicy food, and I almost went down there and bought that damn sandwich. Yo, I might still
0: have some in my closet. Dude. Because Megan the Stallion was working that Popeye's promo so well. Come on. You're right. They're going to find something for her. Yeah. She's just too fine not to, but Good yeah, for since her. the draft, she has doubled in followers, and yeah, Gia might become even more famous than her boyfriend Will Levis.
1: Yeah. I love that people like to get mad at the famous folks for doing exactly what we all would have done. If we were all in the situation of Levis and that and the girl, you're just sitting there and yeah, you're not going to be thrilled. You're going to sit there and you're going to look bored and you're going to look distracted because you are. You're just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. It's crazy. If such a dark
0: moment, Will Levis being selected in the second day instead of the first, which is why you got all those shots of him they made something light of it.
1: Yeah. Her getting this deal. You know what they need to do? They need to take that a still shot. A still moment of that that when they were just sitting in the green room. And that shot of her just looking off in the distance, they need to twirl it around and it'll be a Burger King menu. <laughs> that that's what what was she really looking at? That's what she was looking at. Yeah. There I, you go. I know C D Lamb's girlfriend, she
0: ain't getting no endorsements when he snatched that phone for her ass. She ain't getting nothing. She got a
1: phone plan endorsement?
0: <laughs> that would have been smart.
1: Yeah. Something from cricket, something. That, that would have been funny if she'd gotten something from a wireless. Ryan Reynolds doing the Mint oh, mobile or whatever. I'm
0: never kidding. He snatched that phone from her so quick. Like, that might be the best thing I've seen a Sooner do in a very long time.
1: I'm telling you, dude. Stringer Bell in The Wire didn't take phones from people that fast. He didn't. (laughs) Never. But then again, Stringer took care of his phones a little better than uh, C.D. Lamb did. All right, uh, coming up, your 2 o'clock hour. We'll start with Jeff Ketchum from OrangeBloods.com. The reactions from Big 12 Media Days this week, the things that impressed him, some of the other teams, and his thoughts on that as we get ready for the season. We are 50 days exactly away from Texas's first game. Keep it right here on The Horn.